Blog Talk Radio. I'm disappointed. And I'm here too, pal. Well, that's good. I mean, it's a show. I would hope you're here. Were you singing along there? Yeah, I was singing every word. Is this your... the wind, Clark. I mean, is this the favorite song? Is this the favorite song that you came back with? Oh, yeah. Listen to this emotion. Listen. Become the wind, Clark. Here it comes. Oh, yeah. Are you a lonely warrior tonight, Clark? Of course I am. Well, I mean, besides the fact that like, my wife and uh, child are are here. They're they're just outside of the studio here. Oh, really? Yeah, that's nice. It's yeah, a family I show. You, I appreciate you rolling with the punches, Al. Uh, I, I I I'm doing the show from from my studio. Of course, I'm not in the attic. Uh, spoiler alert, guys. Uh oh, I think that baby's in the same room with you, Clark. Yeah, uh, that sounds like I don't want to. Probably gonna want to stifle that baby. You know, we got an oh. important business to talk. I oh, mean, there's 89. a lot of. I'm like 89 to 95, percent sure that that was uh, that was the show baby and not not my baby there. No, 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 that was no show baby, Clark. I'm pretty sure that was Hazel. But you know, what do I know? I don't know anything about babies. Well, oh, partner, that song is had, so. That song is so beautiful. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I, I like the song, too, and it, it sounds like during our little bit of a break here, guys, we, it's live at the Sports Attic. Give us a call. Join in uh, the conversation if you'd like. It's 760-454-8834, 760-454-8834. Um, is, is that really a, a song that you that, that you heard there, or did you just find that since you've been no, home? No, man. That's the theme of The Lonely Warrior. That That's uh, Minoru Suzuki's theme song. When he was huh? a little kid, Clark... When he was a young man, just like when you were a young man, he had aspirations of one day becoming a great fighter. And he heard on the radio, just like you heard on the radio uh, probably around that time, Paul Abdul. And uh, this lady, uh, Amy uh, Nakamura, was a great pop singer. She was the Paul Abdul of Japan. And he said, one day when I become a great warrior, when I become a great fighter, I'm going to have her sing my theme song. And she wrote that song. He became a great fighter. He, He tapped out Ken Shamrock twice. And then he went ahead and he said, hey, can you write a, a theme song for me? And she wrote that beautiful song, uh, the, the Heart of a Lonely Warrior, and uh, he became the wind. Okay. All right. Uh, I'll buy it. Is she any relation to uh, Shinsuke, or is Nakamura just a pretty popular surname? I'd imagine it's a very popular surname. I imagine so it's like a lot of Patel Nakamuras. In India, right, or, right. or Smith here in the States, or, you know. Uh, I mean, yeah. They, they could be. They could be related. I don't know, but uh, I would guess it's probably a common surname. Yeah. All right. So, all right. so I actually got, everybody, everybody yeah, has been ahead. asking me. I mean, down the line, left and right, everywhere I go, I go to Christmas. I go to you know, an after Christmas party. What is Al Archer doing in Japan? What's going on in Tokyo, Japan? You've been back for a week now, Al. You've been back on U.S. soil for a week. What the and hell still, is happening? In Japan, I still can't figure out my sleep. Well, everything's happening in Japan, man. That's that's a, this country that never sleeps. They got stuff going on all the time. There's robots and there's all kinds of uh, uh, wild happenings. It's a uh, uh, it, if if you have an opportunity, if you have an excuse, if you have any reason to one day get to Japan, go. It, the the flight is horrible. It's torture. Um, I feel like I might have given away state secrets on the flight because I just I couldn't take it anymore. Just sitting there. Uh, were you but, offering up? Were you offering up state secrets to get have a better experience? Like absolutely, what? if they would have given me first class, I would have sold the country right out. Believe me, <laughs> that, that that you know, not not in the first couple hours, but I mean near the bottom couple hours. I even had on the flight, you know, what, what happened on that flight, Clark? I even got the uh, famous uh, attention passengers. Is there a uh, is there a doctor on board? There's a doctor on board, please, wow. please. We need the doctor. So how, how long? Yeah, that. How long is this flight? It's like twelve hours. And and how how far into this flight were you when you got the? Is there a doctor on board? Yeah, probably five hours. So you're over water. No doubt I, about it. Well, I was looking at the map, and where we were was uh, uh, basically the whole time we actually fly mainly over land, but it's all like the Arctic. Oh. Um, okay. Where we were, I was like looking at, okay, if this plane has to, you know, if this person's sick, by God, you know, I'd hate for that person to be sick and I'd feel bad for them. But if we got to stop this damn plane, the next airport is Anchorage, Alaska. So I was really hoping everything would work out. And the lady was passed out. She was in the aisle behind me. She was over by the toilets, uh, just just laying in the aisle. And uh, the guy in front of me kept looking back and asking me questions. He's like, oh, is, is the doctor back there? And I'm like, well, it's an American fireman who's helping her right now. And, uh, you know, I, 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 you know, I love American firemen, but they're not doctors. 
He goes, oh, I, uh, I doctor. And I go, well, you know, maybe you should help her. You know, that you should right. do your, uh, uh, you took an oath. He's and, gonna, um, he has to help her, right? Like, yeah, well, in America, I know there's an oath. I don't know. Japan's a very honorable country, so I assume. And then international waters, you're flying over Arctica somewhere, right? So, well, who knows yeah, I mean, probably Alaska at this point. Now, uh, so, this, did all of this happening? Did it like just make your experience worse? Were you concerned? Like, wh- why does this tip the scale to to really, you know what I mean? Like, really push it over the edge? Is there a doctor on board? Well, I just wanted to get home, and of course, this is going on when I just want to get home. There's a point where you're done, and you just want to be home, and that's where I was at. And and in order to get home, I had to sit on a flight where the damn chair doesn't fit. You know, I don't fit in those chairs. The tray doesn't come down all the way. My belly's blocking it. I got the the tallest man in the world sitting next to me. And then, Uh you know, my my foot's in the aisle. Anytime somebody goes by to go to the bathroom, because I'm right by the bathrooms, I get a little smell of the bathroom, and I get bumped into. So, I mean, there's a lot of craziness going on. Well, anyway, no, I've never been on a flight that long, man. It, it, it does sound rough. Go ahead. And the food blows, um, you know, and the, I, I brought some candy aboard. I gave it to the flight attendant. So they, the guy was giving me extra wine, uh, which was nice. But, you know, Wait, now I was a little grease, drunk. You, you greased the flight attendant with candy? Absolutely. What, do, what else do you think? Wine. No, I, congratulate. I'm not I'm not saying that like just discerning like I'm. Great move. I'm impressed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I learned Patrick actually uh, clued me in on that one. So uh, I got some uh, green tea Kit Kats for the flight crew. And nice. uh, yeah. So I was getting some extra uh, some move. extra service. Have you ever awesome. had a green tea Kit Kat? No. I haven't. I wish How I, I, I would have saved you one. They are no. so much better than any Kit Kat we have here. They are far beyond the quality of Kit Kat. And the whiskey in, in Japan, Clark, it's out of this world. All right. Can you tell me why the green tea Kit Kat is better than any American Kit Kat you've had? Yeah, it tastes better. That's it. Okay. And why That's is the it. whiskey? No, the whiskey is just, man, Suntory. So there's this company, Suntory, and they do everything. They have the vending machines. They have the Boss Coffee vending machines. They distribute uh, like a soda, and they have all the good whiskey in Japan. They basically what what people like you here do with craft beer with your twirly mustaches and your oh, um, uh, you, your you, you people your plaid pattern shirts uh, and whatnot you, you people and your craft beer is what they do with whiskey man they're in, they're into their whiskey and they appreciate a good whiskey and they love the highball it's all about the highball everywhere you go you just point Every and you get a highball. highball all right pretty yeah. much uh. The Boss Coffee, you sent me a picture of that stuff, and like Tommy Lee Jones is on the advertisement. You never see that guy in advertisements here, so it's really no. wicked when you see him. You know, and I'm sure that there's other stars like that because I know that like Brad Pitt has done porn commercials and things like that. Yeah, yeah. He, I didn't watch any TV while I was there because basically I was staying in a flop house. I was staying in a place. If you watch those uh, prison shows when they're like, "Hey, you're getting out tomorrow. Do you have anywhere to go?" And they're oh, like, no, yeah. no, I ain't got nowhere to go, man. They're like, well, the Catholic Charities hooked you up with a place. That's the place we stayed at, um, okay. which served its purpose. I mean, it was two mattresses on the floor. We were Patrick's in front of Bushi. There as well. Yeah, yep. We were we were in front of Bushi, just uh, about uh, 45 minutes to an hour out of Tokyo. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we had a good time. Patrick and I almost got into one fight, and during the fight, uh, an earthquake happened. No. 
Yeah. Now, exactly you as it was going on. Like you guys were on a tag team or you guys were turning on each other. Somebody was going heel. Yeah, well, there were, there might have been a heel turn coming, yeah. Who would you say was making the heel turn? Oh, I wouldn't I wouldn't make statements like that. I don't know who was making the, the heel turn. <laughs> you don't know, Al. I don't know. Um, so you almost got in one fight, probably got the, the startings of one, but it sounds like you were able to smooth it over. Well, thankfully, the earthquake happened, and then we got into a cab, and all was fine. Because they tell you never get into a cab in Tokyo. But we, but we were we were a mile from our place. We missed our last train, which we did on New Year's Eve as well. Um, so we had to stay at a train station for an hour. So I ended up eating uh, cream corn uh, drink from uh, the vending machine. And, uh, okay. you know, that kept me warm, but it wasn't very good. And then so we, we didn't want to wait. This would have been like a three-hour wait at the train station. So, But we were a mile from home, but we were both very tired because you take like 30 transfers and – you know, I mean, Tokyo takes a lot out of you. It's yeah. like downtown Michigan Avenue everywhere. Okay. I think that's the right. best way to describe it. I mean, there, wow. it is every little, every little city has, has, something, has its own little Wrigleyville. Every yeah. little section of the city is busy. There's just so many people. There's just so much to do. And uh, bars aren't like, it's not like you, like you go down, um, you, you go down uh, Clark Street and you see a bunch of bars. Right. In Tokyo, you would go down the alley, and there'd be a bunch of uh, doors that would lead to other doors, which then would lead to an elevator, which would lead to a bar. Wow. And the bars wouldn't be like the bars here. They're like, every bar is tiny. It's like 10 people sit in there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So Patrick, there... uh, Patrick oh, had a, he, he read up on this place. It's one of the best whiskey bars in the world. And uh-huh. uh, so we made it there, and it was only about eight seats. And Mr. Miyagi was uh, serving the alcohol. It was it was wow. very charming. Yeah. Uh, and w- was he a fine bartender? Uh, were you guys able to communicate? Because I know that when you first got there, ordering breakfast was a little bit difficult for you. You mentioned. I'm sure that a lot of things make sense now when people can't speak the language here. I bet. I bet for you. Oh, absolutely. I, I think everybody should experience being the. Uh, uh, the foreigner ones, or as we're called in Japan, the gaijin. Uh, the gaijin? As a matter of fact, we got pointed at on a train. A little kid pointed at us and goes, American gaijin! Yes, yes. And the parents were like, no, 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 don't say that. It's not really like a bad term, but it's not, you don't want to point and be like, hey, look at the foreigners. Which is right, right. What the like, kid did. Like, here, you don't want to point at a, a Japanese couple and be like, the, the Japanese couple, they have a yeah. camera. You don't want to pull that. You don't want to do that. When we were outside of Tokyo, any kid under, say, the age of seven would not stop staring at us. Babies, little children. We were the first. I think we were the first white people they've ever seen. Wow. What is that like? Uh, You feel like like an alien. I mean, you do. It's kind of like a cage or something, you know, like you're the. Yeah, that's so wild. That's silly. That's crazy. Um, Jesus. I have had a bad airplane experience myself with a doctor on board, and I have audio of it. Really? Oh, yeah. I sure do. The man sitting next to me is a doctor. Sir, excuse me, sir. I'm sorry I have to wake you. Are you a doctor? That's right. We have some passengers. They're very sick. Could you come take a look? Yes. Yes, of course. Let me see your tongue. Mm-hmm. 
I have a piano here. Very nice. It really adds to the drama. So what's happening? I don't. Uh, this is the build, the the dramatic build. There's some eggs involved. The doctor's cracking an egg, and a bird just flew out. As you can hear, you can hear. I'll be back in a minute. Uh oh. Clark, you're not allowed to fly with birds. It goes against international. We can. This woman has to be gotten to a hospital. A hospital? What is it? It's a big building with patients, but that's not important right now. Tell the captain I must speak to him. Captain. That there, Al, was my good friend, the uh, the late and great Dr. Leslie Nielsen right there. And that, of course, is airplane. Did you know he may be your late great friend, but I was actually in a building with him once. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. He was searching for Undertaker. Are you serious? Yeah. He was uh, on the case oh, of the two good. Undertakers. Uh, that was, uh, was, was, was that was that WrestleMania? Hey, it was SummerSlam. Yeah. SummerSlam at the United hey, Center. Hey. Is that you? Huh? Japanese blues. Japanese blues, Clark. Come by. Come by. Uh-oh. That was actual footage of uh, Patrick at a bar in uh, Tokyo. Wow, mm-hmm. that was that was Patrick. Come, Come by. by. Because uh, it sounded a little bit to me like it may have been the Karate Kid. I don't know. You're, you're, this is why we should do the, studio, the uh, show in the studio together, because you hear things that aren't there. Al Archer, that there from The Karate Kid was originally written to be in Rocky Three as the big theme song, but they decided to go with Survivor's Eye of the Tiger. I think they should have... Whoa. Hello? Jesus, wow, did you little... die, Al? You sound like you had no, that death voice. Mr. I think Mr. Miyaki was calling in, but he canceled. <laughs> they should have had this one. As Rocky's coming to the ring? Wow. Yeah. That changed. That would change. I don't know. I think that would have been better. I think if Rocky came out and uh, was turning Japanese, it would be so much better. That movie, everything would have karate... been better in Japan. Did you know the Wu karate... means Japan, Clark? That's what yeah. I learned. Woo. Woo. Hi. Woo. Hi. The Karate Aye. Kid 2 is very underrated when he was in o- when they were in Okinawa. I loved it. Oh, one. yeah. That was a beautiful countryside. His girlfriend there, she was cute. So while all this was going on, while I'm sitting in Japan. listeners want to hear more about this, for sure, Al. They want to hear more about the Japan trip. 760-454-8834. If you want to ask Al about anything about his trip, it was 10 days you were there, right? 10 or 11. I don't know. You lose a day in travel. It sounds like, yeah. uh, One question. I know I asked you earlier if you had gotten settled in with time and everything, but how weird is uh, jet lag? So, two, okay, so the day I came back, I just passed out because you're literally up for about 20 straight hours. When, yep. I, left, when I left Tokyo, I left the, the plane left at 7 p.m. on uh, Monday. When I came back to Chicago, it was 7 p.m. on Monday. 
So, I mean, I don't like, yeah, you time travel. Like, there's weird things that happen. It's and uh, I time travel. Oh, no, no, I time travel. So okay. I have time traveled many a times. It wasn't this. Sorry, this trip problem. is just a minor in my legendary time travels. So, anyways, uh, and we'll get to football shortly here. Believe me, there's a lot of coaching questions I have myself. Football um, things to learn about. Yeah, yeah, no, a we, lot of I, no, a I, lot, I, a lot going on. I'm, I'm excited to get to it in some daily fantasy, maybe too. But go I ahead. had to watch. I had to watch football on a, like a Monday morning at six in the morning. So, um, wow. And, and then you know, and then I almost get arrested by DraftKings a whole night. We'll get there, but. You didn't uh, watch. Wait, wait. You didn't watch uh, Bears football, did you? No, no, I didn't. Okay. All right. It was it was right. a, it was a wild card weekend. The Bears the Bears oh. were not in the playoffs. No shit. I know. Huh. Yeah. All right. Uh, so what was I talking about? Do you remember? I don't know. Get me off uh, I had asked you about about uh, jet lag. Oh, oh. So the next day, uh, I had to go to court in the morning. So I had to get up. Basically, I went to bed at like. I was trying to get back on my schedule. I went to bed around five in the morning. I had to get up at like seven in the morning. Uh, and then I went back to sleep at noon. I woke up at four and it was dark out. And I look at the clock and it says it's four o'clock and I got to get to work by, by seven thirty. So I'm like, okay, it's four o'clock. Is that Tokyo time or Chicago time? Now, mind you, I'm looking at the Comcast cable box. So you would assume it was Chicago time. So I grabbed my phone and I look, I go to the app, you know, the world clock app and I look and I go, well, it's four o'clock in Chicago. I'm like, of course, because I'm in Chicago. Like I was confused as to where I was, what time it was, whether it was morning, whether it was night, uh, that happens. That's real. And uh, to mm-hmm. this day, a week, a week later, I still cannot get my, I just woke up about an hour ago from waking up at, I woke up at like eight this morning. I went to bed at like five. I woke up at eight. That keeps happening. I wow. sleep for four hours. I'm up for four hours. I sleep for four hours. Yeah, it's crazy. But I think that you kind of uh, you've done the weird sleep schedule quite a bit. Like you, you know, your your schedule bounces back and forth and 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 sleeping and whatnot. So I would think that this is kind of you've trained for this. Well, this is nothing new for me. That's absolutely true. I mean, I I, believe me, I have plenty of sleep problems. So this is just a uh, another not uh, notch on the belt. My God, Clark, the steak in Japan is so good. The steak. Forget the sushi and the, the live fish that almost murdered us. Uh, yeah. Hang on, hang on. Let's talk steak for sure, but you had you ordered something. When you ordered it, you knew that the fish would come to the table still alive? No, you didn't know the fish was going to be still alive. It was like a picture. Like, uh, Okay, so here's the thing. You know what they call a quarter pounder with cheese in Japan? What? Well, they don't have the metric system, so they don't call it a quarter pounder with cheese. They call it. Wait, so they do have the metric system. Yeah, they have the metric system. Right. So, anyway, so we're ruining the whole thing. You, you Basically, everything you order in Japan, you just point because you don't, there's no language, okay. there's no numbers. A lot of pictures so even, on the menu. So, even at McDonald's, every menu, no matter where you are, is pictures. Every menu, okay. like fancy restaurant to shithole has picture menu. Wow. That's um, nice, though. That helps. It does. It, it was really helpful. Like, yeah, America, I, I couldn't imagine trying to order, you know, a cheeseburger, not knowing, one, if they even understand the concept of a cheeseburger, and two, um, you know, uh, oh, by the way, I got a teriyaki cheeseburger at McDonald's. That was very good. How was that? It was good. 
I also got this weird melon drink that was awesome. It was like ice cream and uh, green melon from Fanta. And uh, perfect combination. It was an absolutely delightful drink. So, huh. anyways, uh, that's not uh, delicious. The fish, you yeah. know, like you, you didn't know that you ordered it that way. You and Patrick are there having dinner in Japan, as you did, because you're right. going in the food. You and ordered like something. A, you saw the picture of it. You ordered it. You, you yeah, had an idea. The picture, one of their things. Go ahead. The, the picture had like a giant boat with sushi in it, and uh, it had it did have like a fish head sticking out on one end. And uh, okay. so before the food came, Patrick's like, hey, I was in China recently. And, uh, you know, he's a big world traveler. And uh, you, you're supposed to eat the, the fish head for luck. I'm like, all right, well, maybe I'll bite in the fish head. And I recently watched the, uh, that travel show with William Shatner and George Foreman. And they went to Japan. And uh, George Foreman couldn't get enough fish. He's, he, he liked eating the eyes. He's like, the eyes are the best part. So I'm like, well, maybe I'll eat an eye. I don't know. I'm in Japan. I'm going to try things. Yeah. So, so they, you're they near the, enough to maybe possibly eat a fish head here. Right. They put, the, they put the boat down with all the fish in it. And by the way, like $200, $250 worth of sushi in Chicago was about 30 bucks a piece uh, in Japan. Wow. And it was pretty amazing sushi, I would guess. It's insanely high quality. So wow. they put it down, and, and the back of the boat has, like, dry ice. So there's, like, smoke coming out of the back. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, this is nice. And meanwhile, Patrick's like, the fish, it's alive. It's alive. I'm like, what? It's alive. And I look, and sure enough, the damn thing, it looks like, um, you remember at Walgreens when they used to sell the singing fish? Yes. It looked Maybe exactly that. like one of those. Wow. It Only its whole body, life. its whole body was cut off. So you could see down, like all the flesh was gone. You could see its bones wow. column. And its tail was wagging, and its mouth was opening. And it, How it was, did you do with that? When you notice put, that, like, well, first of all, Patrick like tells you how is he handling it. Well, he's for a guy who used to be a vegetarian, he's handling it pretty good. But I mean, we're both a little freaked out. I mean, there's you're watching a fish die, right? You know, you're watching right. you're you're watching you your wanna, dinner suffer. <laughs> so, you don't want to see that. Like a, a boss of ours that we've both had in common, if he walks into a lobster place or a fish place and they have like the lobster tank in it with like. You know, the grab game, you know, they have that, like, that we used to play with stuffed animals a lot of places, like in Florida. If you walk in the aquarium, you can play the grab a fish game. Have you seen that? Yeah. 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 Our our our, uh, our boss, our, our boss in common, he leaves when he does that. Like, you see this, this fish, alive, yeah. at your table dying. What the hell? Like, you don't want to see p- that. I put a napkin over it. What does that mean? You're done? You put a napkin over it, like a sheet, so like, like you, so like you, you were doing it. a crime scene. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, you marked this fish is dead, but it was still moving. Yeah. Well, once it finished moving, okay, before I get to that, every arcade in, in, uh, in Tokyo, and there's hundreds of arcades. arcade? All right. Well, because, just follow me, Clark. This is, it's a long trip. It's a long journey. Just stay with it. So we're, We'll all go there with you, Al. I'm here. This is just a short side story. So every arcade you walk into in, in Tokyo, the first floor is all claw machine. Not in live lobsters, but actual, like, prizes. Everything from, like, pornographic dolls to, um, you know, new headphones to, you know, uh, hats. Whatever you can think of, they have in those claw vending machines. Huge. Yeah. Everywhere you go, claw vending machines. 
So, and I'm talking like a whole floor of them, like a casino, like like they line up slot wow. machines. They line up, they line up those claw vending machines. So, That's a little fun. bit later, so the fish is now dead, and like we're we're getting drunk, and um, you know we're drinking our Suntory, and uh, I'm like, well, maybe I'll bite into the fish head. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. Why not? You know, I don't want this right. fish to die in vain. So I grab the fish, and it's got like um, a stick going through it, holding its body. And I go to bite into it, and I can't quite get it. And the the stick falls out, and the dead fish flops and like hits me. I drop my chopsticks; they go flying across the floor. the The chef comes running out. No, 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 no! He grabs the fish, and I'm like, "Oh, is it just for decoration?" He's like, "Yeah, no eat, no eat." He takes the fish away, and then he comes back like uh, five minutes later with the deep fried fish. Wow! So he took the fish and fried it for you. Yeah. Boom. So awesome. then I had then I felt obligated to eat some of it, you know, because he just deep fried it for me. Um and I don't know if it was just there for garnish like like you weren't supposed to eat it or what what the whole deal was. But yeah, I felt like a jackass. Wow. There was also one point we went into a tiny bar where you had to sit on the floor. You had to crawl in through a crawl space. And then when we got there, we realized there's no tables. We're literally sitting on the floor. And then uh, Patrick hit a button, and some lady came, and next thing you know, we were sitting at the bar, and uh, they put down this platter with all these meats on it, like meat and, uh, I think it was basically meat, and I grabbed this one piece of meat, and I ate it, and it was the best thing I've ever eaten in my life. It was like, I took a bite of this meat, and it was like the 4th of July was happening in my, the firework show was happening in my mouth, and I've never had anything like it. It was the best tasting meat I've ever had, but it was our first day in, in Japan, and we hadn't gotten anywhere with the language yet, and we couldn't ask what it was. So I'll never know what I ate. Might have been horse. I don't know. Are you okay not knowing? No, because I want more. But it, yeah, you're getting I mean, I'm horse. Like, have you just Googled really good meat I had in Japan that I don't know what it was, and that's what came up, or what? No, I saw signs for horse. So horse was definitely a thing that I normally <laughs> I wouldn't. You had messaged me saying, Al, like, uh, you said, I ate meat. I didn't know what it was. It was the best meat I've ever had in my life. I wasn't, or I, I couldn't ask. So now you've yeah. explained what it was. But in, in my head, I'm thinking you were eating maybe a pet, like, like things that we consider pets here. And so that just, like, caught your mind a little bit different. And, and I guess, like, horses are considered pets at times, too. So that's just yeah. so weird. Is, is horse a common meat? I think horse is more of a common meat there. In Japan, I mean, they have cats and dogs. Like they're, they're they have pets, and okay. that's 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 another country that that does that. Uh, China, I believe, eats the dog. Um, I agree, but but, I, but uh, again, I'm in a, I'm in a country that I don't know anything of, and I don't speak the language. I would be a little concerned about everything. Yeah, and, and it's hard. It really is hard. Like you just you walk into a place and you don't know how it's going to go. You don't know if it's going to be easy to order. Um, we, we decided on the last night to get pizza. There was a pizza place by us, uh, pizza La, and, uh, wow. pizza in Japan. So, yeah. Yeah. They have like an American hotline you could order through, but that wasn't working. So Patrick walked down to the pizza place and of course it's a pizza place. So everyone who works there is a kid Yeah, and there were, and the kids don't speak English. So after they finally figured out how to order the pizza, cause they, I guess they didn't have pictures there. Um, 
they go they go ahead and uh, they, you know they're curious by Patrick because again we're not in Tokyo so I don't think they see as many Americans obviously in the suburbs as they do in the big city. Right. So they were all excited to to see an American and I guess Patrick said I wasn't there but Patrick said they all lined up and they would all like uh, uh, go I I I love baseball I love baseball that's all they kept saying. And then he's like, oh, well, I'm from Chicago. And they, they were like, I don't understand what that means. And right. then, uh, he, then he goes, Cubs. And they go, oh, Arietta, Arietta. And then for wow. the next half an hour while he's waiting for his pizza, they were saying Cubs players' last names with strong Japanese oh, that's accents. Were they, like, were they like Googling them to find them? Or they, they just knew the Cubs? They just knew the Cubs. That's amazing. Oh, very fresh toppings, Clark. Delicious toppings. Pizza, 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 la. So, the pizza we ended up... The pizza we ended up getting from Pizza La was um it had corn on it i think it had sausage okay it had uh, instead of red sauce it had mayonnaise and uh, okay. the cheese was weird and instead yeah. of like um the italian seasoning you know in the packages it had seaweed uh-huh. wow awesome what'd you think it was pretty bad it's pretty bad oh, damn it was one of the few so- things i ate in, in tokyo that sucked one thing that you sent me, you sent me a picture of uh, this year's, which took place the night before Wrestle Kingdom 12, which was the big highlight of your trip. But the right. night before, on January 3rd, 2017, um, the Fujitsu Frontiers took on the Kwansei Gaokin in oh, yeah. what is called the Rice Bowl. Which right. I have a few questions about, first of all, for those of you listening, the Rice Bowl is an annual American national championship i'm sorry it's an annual american football national championship game held in japan january 3rd that pits the champion of the college football and the champion of the corporate x league the game can draw over forty thousand spectators to the tokyo dome wow you did some research on the rice bowl yes i did my second thing is if you google rice bowl which i did with some of our friends you may know danny or brent and andrew like, while you were there, we, we, we hung out a time or two, and this Rice Bowl thing came up, and we all looked this up a lot. If you Google Rice Bowl, the first thing that comes up is a bunch of takeout places here in Chicago that want you to buy food. Right, absolutely. So then you have to read, redo your Google searching, and you, you search for Rice Bowl Tokyo Dome, and then you can find it. This uh, is amazing. Why I, did you not go to this game here? We couldn't figure out how to get tickets. Sure. I understand. There, there wasn't like an obvious because I was like, hey, you know, maybe we should just do this. Like we're here, there's football, let's watch it. And um, it was one of those things that like there was no box office. There was no like, whoa, okay, where do you? We right. were even confused on how to get tickets for uh, the show we were going to. Right, um, like you go to a Seven Eleven to get them out of a vending machine, right, or some shit. Yeah, Lawton's, Lawton's, which is like, uh, it's like they're secondary because Seven Eleven is everywhere. So if you want Seven Eleven, they're they're that's where they're from. So yeah, with the Rice Bowl, an American football. Like, first of all, like what? 
it, it kind of blew my mind that American football is happening there, first of all. Second of all, right. there's a college league. And then their pro league is actually the corporate X league, which is actually kind of how the NFL was founded, was with businesses like uh, the, the, the Chicago Bears, the Staley's. That was from a Staley uh, a factory in Decatur, Illinois. Like it started right. from businesses. So this corporate X league, it is teams. And like for a while, like I believe that there were like uh, teams in the league from uh, uh, Toshiba and things like that. Yeah. And they have the league. One thing, Al, that I looked up, and I don't know if you, had, if you could see that yet, each team in the X League can have four foreign players on their team. Oh, and that's wow. It. So this company Boy, would the snowflakes, oh, would the snowflakes be pissed about that, huh? Oh. My God. They would, they would have, they'd be crucifying Trump on that. For a company to get a ringer, you know, like a lot of American baseball players go play there, but for a company to get a ringer, they'd have to hire them. So they hire a former... Uh, NFL player, and they can have four of them on their team. Now, they can only play two at a time. <laughs> and that is the Corporate X League in Japan. It blows me away. I love that there wow. is an American football league. And hardly, you know, it could be like rugby here. Like, they exist, but not many people pay attention. I don't know. I think that's, I think that's the case. Um, if if but I were... 40,000 people to watch the yeah. championship. That's a lot of people. If I were to go back and do the trip again, I'm definitely getting tickets to the rice bowl. Especially now that I've educated you a little bit on it. Right. And I would probably order a rice bowl. And I definitely wouldn't eat at the wine and bread restaurant that's a, a couple blocks from the Tokyo Dome. Because that place Uh-oh. is, the, the, of all the restaurants, there was only one shitty restaurant in that whole trip. And it was that place with their bullshit American food, their $5 fries, and their, their crab cheese thing that doesn't even make sense. F those guys. Everywhere else was amazing. Were you going in there hoping just for some American food? No, it was just like we, we were hungry. We are like, okay, here's a place. It looks like a bar. And, oh, it happens to be a, a, an American place. Well, let's see. You know, because, I mean, there's, there's, we saw a Denny's. I mean, there's a TGI Friday's. Right. Saw KFC, saw Wendy's. I mean, it's just about any major American chain I've seen there. But... You know, this was like a, a casual bar and uh, kind of get their interpretation of American food. And, and it, right. it, they value fries. They do like American fries a lot. Okay. Um, I saw that in multiple locations and they generally sprinkle a little seaweed on them. But, uh, uh, well, yeah, they, they the do only like their that treat. I, that I have to say about that is, I mean, I think about like somebody from China coming to America and finding the shitty Chinese food. You know what I mean? Like uh Crab Rangoon and orange chicken. Like, yeah, it, it Americanized Chinese food. We fucked it up. So maybe this place here is one of the places that fucks up what American food is. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, it, 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 they weren't trying too hard to be American. Like we ordered spicy chicken and, um, you know, it was like chicken wings, but it was like they literally it came in a pile of seasoning. Like you had to, it was like looking for a turd in a cat, a cat shit box. Uh, like you had to dig through to the spot, the seasoning to find a piece of chicken. So that wasn't very good. Okay. Yeah. It happens. And, so, and it is, it is a, it is a stark re- reality. Like how much, like, uh, 
I, you, you eat it every day, so like you don't think of American food as American food, but when you're overseas, when you're, when you're in Japan, their diet is so different than ours. I mean, minus like steak, and I mean, the, the foods are there, but they're prepared different, and they're served different, and uh, the culture's different. So to find like a cheeseburger, you, you, you're not going to do it outside of a, uh, of a chain, uh, but as simple as like eggs and bacon for breakfast isn't something you could just go to the diner and get. That doesn't exist. They don't eat that meal. So, um, you know, you would have to go to Denny's if you wanted eggs and bacon. Um, I, I made the mistake I saw in a, a convenience store, um, a, a sausage wrapped in bake, a, a sausage wrapped in a pancake, a pig in the blanket. So I ordered it up and I, I went outside and I was eating it and I bit into it and I realized the damn thing was soaked in fish juice and it was absolutely disgusting. Like it was, I had to throw it out immediately. Wow. I'm sorry. I, uh, I think maybe, uh, we should get to the, the big event that you did go to at the Tokyo Dome. Uh, uh, we, we, I, we talked quite a bit about this. Again, we are going to talk some NFL football tonight for sure, but I, Al, I'm so interested in this show. You changed a little while you were on the trip or something. No. Uh, I, <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, Wrestle Kingdom 12. Uh, the buildup had happened. You had had your tickets in hand. This trip was happening before Alpha decided that he was going to be there. That Before they, they, Chris Jericho came to fight Kenny Omega, possibly the, the best wrestler in the world, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And you went to the event. Culturally different than the wrestling here, for sure. Uh, oh, yeah. Presented completely different. How, yeah. how, how was the wrestling? How, how did it go? Oh, it was great. It was the best wrestling show I've ever been to. Um, I got to eat a hot dog in the Tokyo Dome, which was pretty cool. Um, yeah, I had, we had like three nerds in front of us, like three wrestling nerds. They were like probably, I don't even know if they were in their 20s yet. Like they might have been teenagers, Americans? Japanese, Japanese, and like they had their, they had on they they had their uh, Suzuki flag, they had on Bullet Club stuff, they had oh. on uh, you know like every wrestler was represented, and uh, those kids were having so much fun. It helped it helped really bring the show. Um, oh, that's good. One of, the bi- one of the big differences is the audience does not try to hijack the show at all. As a matter of fact, like if people. Let's say they were for Jericho, which they weren't. I mean, Jericho was the bad guy. But uh, there'd be a Y2J chant. So it'd be like, Y2J, Y2J. And then uh, if people liked Omega, they would wait for the Jericho chant to end, and then the Omega chant would start. Okay. It, it wouldn't go back and forth. It wouldn't be like, Omega, Jericho, Omega. There was none of that. Um, anytime there was a high spot, anytime like somebody was about to be picked up or powerbombed, all the kids uh-huh. would go, Oh. And then uh, Cheeseburger was in a he was in the Rumble. I don't know if you know Cheeseburger. He's in Ring I of Honor. I don't know Cheeseburger, and, and I kind of skipped over the Rumble. Al, I I was trying to get to the to the other things. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. You don't need to watch the I Rumble. Didn't, I Rumble didn't have six hours. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah, no. The Rumble's not the Rumble's the part you skip. It's the pre-show. They okay. don't even turn yeah. the lights off for it. Fair. So but you're there. Uh, so you, got to, you 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 got to experience a cheeseburger, I guess. Well, it's just it was funny listening to um, you know thousands of Japanese people yelling cheeseburger, cheeseburger. So I I of course went double cheeseburger, and that got a big laugh from the crowd. So 
I was able to represent the Rosemont Horizon proudly. Oh, man. Nice But work. the show was great. Um, I, I was you really impressed, do that, Al, with the, with the crowd a little bit, and I'm happy that you were able to do it there and get a good reaction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't try to start a JAP chant, but I, I probably should have. Um, okay. You know, when uh, when Cody was fighting uh, Bushi, I probably could have, yeah, JAP, JAP, but we, we didn't go with it. Um, yeah, the show kicked off. I mean, the Young Bucks versus Rapungi uh, was was an awesome match. Um, you know, the Young Bucks are on fire right now, and they're so fun to watch. You know, there's a lot of wrestling fans who are down on them. I'm not one of them. I think they're, they're exciting, and every time I see them, uh, I want to see more of them. And Rapungi delivered. You sounded a little surprised in that match when I first talked to you about it. Um, I don't know if I was surprised, but I definitely enjoyed it. Rapungi okay. was a lot better than I thought. And I ended up running into Rapungi the next night. And uh, oh. or a couple nights later, they were really cool. Uh, the one oh. guy was like, oh, I love America. Uh, I used to live in New Jersey. And we're like, well, if you lived in New Jersey, you know, you, you pretty much saw the worst of America. So it, it's only right. from here. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and then Cody Rhodes and Ibushi was a great match. Um, I, I, I enjoyed it a lot. I thought Cody delivered well because Ibushi's like, Ibushi's in the argument for best wrestler in the world. And, I'm uh, sorry, Al. I think it was actually the Cody match that you said you were surprised about. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it watching it. Yeah, yeah. Um, that, that, that was really exciting. And it did. It surprised me. I thought it was better than I, I thought it would be. Uh, the tag match was good. Probably skipping around a little. Um Suzuki versus uh, Gato was really good. Uh, that was just a tough, violent match. I, surprised, I was surprised I got like four and a half stars because um, watching it from a distance, it didn't seem as impressive, but I've since gone back and watched it. and You could just okay. watch those two guys beat the shit out of each other, which awesome. is fun. And then Suzuki, of course, the tough guy whose uh, song we started the show with, he loses the match, and it's a haircut match, and he's got you know this really cool, weird hair. And uh, so now he he has to have uh, his hair cut. So they set up a, a mat in the ring, and they put a chair down. And uh, meanwhile, Brutus his, the his Barber came out. What's that? Brutus the Barber Beefcake came out. No, Brutus didn't come out. So uh, Suzuki's goons are carrying him away, and then he realizes what's going on. And he's like, no, 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 no. He he pushes them away, storms into the ring, grabs a chair, bats the chair that's in the ring out of the way. Sets the chair down, rips the the, the uh, uh, head trimmers out of the uh, other wrestler's hand, and just cuts his own hair, throws it down, and walks out of there with honor. So he did what he did the honorable thing and cut his own hair, and uh, did it in the only way Suzuki could do it, and that's with an attitude. Uh, the switchblade match versus Tanahashi, who's like their John Cena. He's like the biggest star there, um, or was for the last decade, and now he's he just like Cena. He's kind of being phased out a little bit. Okay. Um, that match that, was interesting. Yeah, that match was okay. Um, didn't love it. Uh, as a matter of fact, I, I think I ran to the bathroom for it because I knew the main event was coming up. Okay. Are you there, Clark? Because I just lost my screen. Yeah, are you there? Yeah. Okay. I, I can hear you. Hello? Huh. Hey, yeah. Al. Hello. I do know that I'm on. Yeah. All right, I'm back. Yeah, my the computer monitor just went out. The computer was fine. So uh, then we saw um, Omega versus Jericho. And, uh, yeah, the crowd was 100% behind Omega. Um, they were happy to see Jericho. Um, 
there was a lot of excitement, and um, it delivered a five-star match, according to Dave Meltzer. And, uh, you know, I agree. Uh, it was a really good match. Meltzer gave it five? Yeah, yeah it was a five-star match. Oh, Jericho's first five-star match. Uh-huh. Wow. So, and it went uh, uh, 34 minutes and 36 seconds. Wow. I didn't and realize it went. Yeah. Yeah, you didn't realize it, it took that long? Uh-uh, it didn't feel like it. That's awesome. Yeah, watching it, I wouldn't have thought that either. I, I watched it from here. Uh, I had a lot of fun watching it, and I have to, I have to admit it. First, uh, in the morning, right after it happened live, somebody on my Twitter feed tweeted the highlights from the match. So I'd seen those early, and I was pretty happy with that. And then yeah. being able to watch the whole match and you know the introductions and everything, <sighs> nice job. It's it's really fun to see it happening live. And of course there's like, you know, speculations, you know, you, you'd heard things that maybe uh, it's a one-off, maybe Omega can show up at WrestleMania now or something like that. Yeah. I don't know if that's the case anymore after what happened no, the no, next no. week with Jericho, but I mean, it, it's just, it's cool to see. It's something I didn't expect to be able to see happen. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was an event. I felt like I was going to see like, um, you know, it, nowhere near as, as, as drastic, but going to see like, uh, you know, the rumble in the jungle, going, yeah. traveling to some exotic location to see this like, uh, you know, once in a lifetime match. And it, it delivered. I mean, it, it felt like, wow, I was there for that. And it happened. Um, and then the main event was uh, Naito versus uh, Okada. And they built Naito up all year. He won the G1 tournament. And uh-huh. um, he, he was a guy who the fans reject a couple years back. And uh, basically ran him off. Uh, Roman Reigns. He went to he, very much like Roman Reigns. They did. They tried pushing him, and the fans were just like, "Nope." And um, he went to Mexico. He learned how to be tranquilo, which is kind of a chill fighting style. And um, came back to New Japan, and he's worked his ass off over the last year. And I swear to God, I didn't. I did not expect this going in. At least seventy-five percent of that crowd was behind Naito as opposed to Okada. And really? then you have yeah, and then on the other end you have Okada, who's been this uh, he he has the longest reign of any champion in the history of New Japan wrestling. Uh, he's had these legendary matches. Uh, you know his match with Shibata was amazing. His match, of course, is with Kenny. The three part series was incredible. Um, like the guy's mm-hmm. put on every match he's defended his title against has been basically five stars. Um, it, it, it's probably the greatest run of a champion I've ever seen in wrestling. And to be able to witness a match with him was, was incredible. And I really thought the way they built everything up that tonight was the night Naito was going to win the title. And, um, basically the only people cheering for Okada was me and the, one of the three kids in front of me. And, uh, wow. and, and, um, and at the end, of, the end of the day, uh, you know, rainmaker, I got to witness the rainmaker. And uh, I saw Okada defend his title, and, and the streak is still alive, and the question still remains, who is going to finally decrown de- uh, Okada? I mean, he's wow. a young guy. I think he's only like 32 years old, and um, he's the best. He's the best in the world right now. Yeah. And uh, yeah. it, it was cool to see him be a champion and defend as a champion. And I, as much well, as I would have liked to have seen the title change, it was, it was great to witness uh, an Okada main event, Wrestle I- Kingdom main event. Awesome. I, I don't think you needed to see that, that title change hands. Uh, of course, you know, that could have been noted in history and whatnot, but it sounds like it's been built up. Now, what I'm looking at here is uh, Okada won the belt from Naito uh, fi- uh, June 19th, 2016. 
He's had the yeah. title for uh, 573 days. Naito only held it for 70 days after he took it from Okada, who had had a 280 right. reign. So, like, that title is Okada's. Naito took it for a little bit, but Okada got it back. So this match, wow, that's that's great build with the belt. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah and Okada's 100% like uh, the best. And Naito, I mean, it's, the, the reason I wanted Naito, I didn't really want, I wanted to see Okada win, but the reason I was like, okay, I think Naito's going to win it tonight was because that crowd was so much into him. Like, it was, there were kids in cosplay who looked like him. I mean, it was, it was crazy. Like, they really, really, really wanted to see Naito win that title and that, that journey. And I think New Japan will eventually, unlike WWE, who tease us, I think New Japan actually will deliver, and uh, Naito will be champion sometime. I think he, he'll probably be the guy who takes it off of uh, Okada. Problem is, Naito is older than Okada. So if they're looking to build the brand around anybody, they really want to keep it on Okada. How old did you say Okada was? Like late 20s? Now look it up. I, I think he's early 20s or early 30s. He first won the title in 2012. Yeah, there was uh, a whole, there, there were three musketeers, they were called. And there were three guys that they were building the federation around. One of them was Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah. I think the other guy was Shibata. And the third one was Okada, and Naito became, like, the fourth guy. And, uh, you know, of the crew, Nakamura kind of hit the ceiling and realized that's it. Like, he's not going to get any higher. That's why he went to America. Yeah. Uh, Was Tanahashi one of them? Tanahashi was the – Tanahashi is the the John Cena. He's the guy who was the man for the last uh, 10 years. Basically, the same call. time period Cena held his titles was the time um, Tanahashi was champion. Okay. I get that. I understand. And of course, uh, pretty recent in 2014 and 2015, uh, AJ Styles had some decent runs. He yeah. had a couple of them with that belt while he was with uh, the old running. Bullet Club. Rainmaker! Uh, Okada is uh, 30 years old, just turned 30. L. Archer, so, I have a question for you. On October yeah. 8th, 2005, this wrestler. Vacated. Uh, won won the belt. He had to vacate the belt on July fifteenth, two thousand sixteen. Who is this wrestler? In New Japan or in WWE? In New Japan, July fifteenth, two thousand sixteen. The title was vacated due to this wrestler refusing to return and defend it. He kept the physical championship belt and was later recognized by the Anoki Gino Federation as their first champion using the same belt. That sounds like a Naito move. Was it Naito? No, it was Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar? Oh, wow. Nice. Wow. Well, yeah. this is awesome. It sounds like the event hit matched uh, your expectations and, and exceeded them. Yeah, absolutely. It was, it was uh, everything I expected and more. Japan, like I said, I don't care what, if you want to go see wrestling there, go see wrestling. If you want to go to a concert, go to a concert. Find a reason to go to Japan at least once in your life. Okay. I will. Well, it's been a lot of fun talking about, about that, man. Uh, Did I hear the baby? Should... Was that the baby in the background? No. No. But she she is around. Oh, I must have hit the, I mean, the show baby must have woken up. Yeah, I got to uh, I got to pick her up and hang out with her a little bit earlier. It was kind of nice. That's wonderful, Clark. Do you know who this is? Wait, what's happening here? 
Clark, hello, are you there? I don't even know what this is. This sounds like nothing else. Who who, who are you? Clark, I am the sports machine. George Michael? George Michael is dead. I am still alive because I am a machine. Machines do not die, Clark. Oh, I am speaking with the sports machine. You are on high alert, alert, alert. There's been zero sports talk on this program. Fake sports do not count, Clark. No, no, they do not, Sports Machine. Thank you so much for jumping in and, uh, and, and talking about it. Fake sports, eh, that's one way to say it. Sports Entertainment, another way to say it. Pro Wrestling, yet another way to say it, Sports Machine. Sports Entertainment, that's what's happening with the Tennessee Titans right now. What's oh, going on? They, they hired every, their coach and then they fired him. Yes, they did. They did. Uh, alert, alert. That, that quarterback over there, he took a step back, I think, Sports Machine. And I think that... Uh, Based on that, they they fired him. They fired the coach. Clark, that is statistically inaccurate. What? He did not take a step back, and they offered the coach a, they offered him a raise the day before, and then they fired him the next day. That's a fact. Mutually agreed upon was what it said. Mutually agreed. Fired. Fired. Yeah. Fired. Fired at will. Fire at Will. Do you know Will? Where can I find Will? They were playing the Patriots. Come on. In that is what, not an excuse. In what sports machine numbers can you explain to me that this was a good thing? Like, that they had a chance. Statistically speaking, the Titans should not have been in the playoffs, yet they were. Therefore, their supreme leader should have been promoted, not executed. Wow. Wow. I didn't know that sports machines could have opinions such as that, but okay. It's not an opinion. It's a fact, Jack. Well, how the hell am I supposed to argue with that? I need to cool down. Exiting now. Tom Brady is back in the conference championship games. Hell yeah. Some other... Some other quarterbacks are in there. Uh, speaking of which, let's uh, I, Al, I, I got to play it for you because maybe you haven't heard the uh, the Saints home radio call on the final play of the last Ooh. game. Last coverage again, third and ten from the Viking thirty-nine. Precious seconds left on the clock. The Vikings need a completion and an apparent field goal attempt. Here's Keenan, dropping, looking, throwing near sideline, and it's caught by Stefan Diggs. He's going to take it inside the 15, 10, 5, touchdown on the final play of this game. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? He could have came up and tackled him. He stuck, put his head down, and he didn't step out of bounds. They're going to review it, but he didn't step out of bounds. 61-yard touchdown strike to Stephon Diggs. Almost looked like the Saints defenders came up with an intent to intercept the pass. Instead, they couldn't get their hands on it. It fell right into the nose of Stephon Diggs. The previous play. The previous play will be reviewed. It looked like it, but he never stepped out. Marcus Williams, he ducked his head. And he didn't step out of bounds. No, no, that was a... Wow. So how exciting is it that the Minnesota Vikings could be playing the Super Bowl in their home stadium? 
I don't know. I, Al, I as a Bears fan, I I should hate this. Uh, if, if it was the Packers in Green Bay, I would absolutely hate it. For some reason, I I don't hate this. That's disgusting. That's Wait, disgusting, Clark. Sports machine. That that's not. It, it's not a fact. No, Clark has this statistically. By a seven to two margin, it is in fact disgusting. You are a Bears fan. You do not support the other teams. Huh. Okay. I Fair. agree with the I have to agree Thank with the sports you. machine. I appreciate it. Anyway, I do not hate the fact that they won that game over the Saints and now it's coming down to them and the Eagles. I hope the well, I have to support my uh Bulls versus I have to support my Patriots because, uh, you know, at, at heart I'm a Patriot guy. Um, although right now there is a part of me that kind of wants to see the Jacksonville Jaguars do what the 06 Bears couldn't do, and that's a win without much of a quarterback and a great defense, wow. a historically good defense. To win um, like I, the uh, Trent, Trent Dilfer Ravens there. Yeah, there you go. Or uh, the 85 I, of Bears. Course, I mean, that, that's a, that might be a bit of a hot take, but McMahon wasn't necessarily – the best quarterback in the league. No, he's better than those guys. So uh, I did predict yesterday on Twitter before yep. the game that Jacksonville was going to dominate. And sure enough, they came out there and they, they dominated that game. Although Pittsburgh did fire back. It got close at the end of the day. Yeah. Jacksonville's looking pretty good. I'm excited for that Jacksonville, new England game. I think that's going to be a fight. That's going to be an alpha up. versus they Omega. Up really well. Yeah. I'm with you. Know, you. It, Belichick, I, I mean, they, is a master of, of playing towards weaknesses. Can he find a way to get around this defense? And uh, the way to do it is generate a run, but Jacksonville's been really taut right now. And, um, yeah, I, I, I'm really looking forward to that game. The Eagles versus the other team game, I don't care. Minnesota, Philly, I, you know, I don't care. I really don't. If, if they're two shitheads who, aren't, who don't belong, and uh, they're going to they're gonna get exposed and spanked once the AFC, the Alfred Ferdinand Larcher League, finally uh, steps up and uh, takes them down because it, neither of them belong. They're great pretenders, Clark. They are the great pretenders. So you don't think the Vikings belong? No. Okay. That I might be I, think that, I, I mean, I think they're pretty good, and I, th- I think the only reason why the Eagles don't belong is because once it's gone. But they found a way to get I, it done against Atlanta. Oh, I agree. I mean, if they had Wentz, we'd be talking about a different story right now. Uh, sure. I, I, I think Minnesota is very good, but I think Minnesota has some flaws too. And uh, I, I think they're like a year away from being that team. Now, maybe that year never comes, and this is that year. And, and you know, they're going to go all out, and they're going to do what they can to win it. But uh, I, I, don't see it, I don't see it happening. I think the AFC firmly has this League One. And um, – you know, it's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of that Patriots New England game to see who finally wins it all. That's where okay. that's what I'm thinking. That's where my right. money's at. You're saying right here that it's more than likely the Patriots, but Jacksonville might be able to pull something off against them. Yeah, I wouldn't say I, I wouldn't even say most likely the Patriots. I think it's a, it's a it's a pretty good matchup. I I would say it favors the Patriots. I don't know where Vegas is at on it. Uh, you uh-huh. can probably pull that up right now, but um, it seems like there's three teams left that have questionable quarterbacks. To be honest, like, like you yeah, know but you were but 
mean that team, but, but I think all three teams are the same. I think Bortles, all of them are pretty close I to think, the same. I think Bortles, I think Jacksonville is built around a team without a quarterback. Where the other, where Philadelphia is built around a team that needs a quarterback and don't have it. Um, I think Minnesota needs a quarterback and they might, God damn it. Uh-oh. What's up? Yeah, nothing. I, I don't want to get into it. Anyways. Um, I yeah. uh, New England is a nine-point favorite. So uh, Vegas, I guess, is heavily behind New England. So you're right. It's uh, most likely New England wins that game. But I still got – there's a little bit of hope for Jacksonville. I, I feel it. I feel yep. it, man. Okay. Yeah. That, that's – I'm kind of right there with you on it. I, I'll tell you something. I, I got to watch a little bit of the football this past weekend, and I, I enjoyed watching all of it, um, even even the games that necessarily I wasn't looking forward to. But, man, the end of that Saints game uh, with Minnesota, come on. It was a fluke play. Everyone's getting a boner over bad football play at the end of a game. Get over it. It happens. No, I this think isn't we like all this. know. We all know that it's a fluke play, but that's yeah. Fun but this to... isn't like a change of the world football. It was a fluke play. I need them and to people are the sitting there with hard-ons walking around the streets poking into each other. Get over it. Come on, Larger. It, it was fun. You know, it was fun to see. Sure, it was a fluke play, but that was a hell of a lot of fun. And if it had been the Bears with the fluke play, you'd have loved the shit out of it. You're right, but it wasn't the Bears. It was the Vikings. It was a rival. It's stupid. Everybody gets all excited over a good over, over a bad play. It is ridiculous. These are these fake football plans. Watch just the end of the year. This, this is real. Hang on a minute. You were you you just said uh you said the name of the Chicago Bears, which uh, while you were gone, uh, the news broke that the Chicago Bears fired former Chiefs offense coordinator Matt Nagy. He was introduced shortly thereafter via news conference, and uh, this one correction, correction, correction. Sports he was machine, not please. fired; he was hired. That's what I said. Kansas City didn't fire him; they simply he was hired. He was promoted out of the position. I never Continue. said he was fired. I, I said former Kansas City Chiefs offensive coordinator was hired by the Bears. Well, I heard with the computer hurt. Uh, that's two of us. Well, the, the two of you heard. Somehow, you guys were thinking the same, and you heard wrong. Uh, yeah, well, okay. Do, Matt Nagy was introduced at a news conference, and he had this to say at the news uh-huh. conference. I'd like to thank Clark. There you go. Matt Nagy right there. What? I'd like to thank Ooh. Clark. No. <laughs> I'd like to thank Clark. And uh, Pace had this to say about him. Matt has the it factor. Matt has the it wow. factor. And Nagy it had factor. this to say. I'd like to thank Clark. There huh. he is. Wow, you, you, you're already on the right foot. Well, hopefully he'll be, you'll get him to call in. I would expect him to be calling in any moment now. Yeah, we'll get him in. We'll get him in. Uh, I didn't want to bring him in this week. It's kind of jumping right on him, but I, I think uh, we'll probably have him on the show probably when we get closer to training camp. <laughs> really? Well, now that you guys are good, I mean, he thanked you in a news conference. Wow. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. I'd like to thank yeah. Clark. All right, we've heard it. Enough now. I'd like to thank Clark. Inaccurate misinformation, fake news. Huh. Uh, they're really, uh, they've really solidified it. They've come down with the coaching staff, Al. 
And I must tell you that uh, I was pretty happy with the Nagy thing. Uh, after it happened, I mean, that's who the Bears, if you'd asked me when when the season came to an end, who, who they were going to hire, a young, offensive-minded coach, boom, that's what, that, that's what the Bears were looking for. Pace went out and jumped at it. We've seen him do that before, make uh, kind of an, you know, a, it seems like just a quick decision to, to do something, and he did that with Nagy here again. That's, that's how he works. You know, he jumped up in the draft with the trades. Uh, he, he, he went out and uh, he picked guys that – I'm sorry. Al? Yeah. Hi. There? Hi. Yeah. Sorry, I, I thought I lost you. I thought I thought I got lost. I dropped the screen. This just in: Chris Jericho is a Vikings fan. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, so Nagy came in, and then I think the capper for it out was uh, two days ago when they announced they had reached a deal with uh, Vic Fangio. So right now, I'm really happy with the coaching staff. I'm interested in the draft and free agency for the Chicago Bears, but let's see. Everything they could have done right while I was in Japan, they did right. So congratulations to the Bears. Congratulations to the front office uh, for going out and getting a coach that makes sense for them uh, to build around. Uh, They were able to retain uh, Fangio because nobody else uh, really wanted him. I think they wanted him, but it was was too convoluted, and it would end up costing too much. So at the end of the day, the price was right and the location was right. He ended up staying with us. And I like that we have a guy who's his own, he's his own commodity. He's not Nagy's guy. He's, he's Fangio. He is the Fangio. Right. And the Fangio is going to run the Fangio's defense, and it'll be um, separate to the offense and the head coach. And, you know, we saw that work with, uh, with Dicka and uh, Buddy Ryan, and hopefully that same uh, possible tension or possible partnership is formed. Sure. And they bond and, and they create magic. And we finally get our World Series, uh, hopefully before the Vikings get theirs. Because I'm a real Bears fan, and I, I could say things like that. Okay, I'm Correct. I'm a, I'm the same. I'm also a real Bears fan, Al. Uh, well, uh, could you, besides the sweatshirt, I don't know. Because no. of Joel I'm wearing it now, I'm an official fan. Uh, Nagy, kind of a bit of a West Coast offense, a little bit going on. Uh, he he hasn't been opposed to having um to having some of the college style. So him going out and picking up his uh offensive coordinator from the University of Oregon, I don't see as that being a bad thing. No. Right? I mean I think it's how a good thing. Yeah. Al, you were in Japan when it happened, but when the news conference happened for the Bears for Nagy it was the same day and time that the Oakland was having theirs. So oh. on the national radar, it just flew under it for football. It, it didn't even touch out there. And I heard a few people, they were just kind of meh about, about the move, which I'm okay with. I'm fine. I'm glad that it wasn't getting a lot of people weren't getting really fired up about it at that point. Now, when they retained- Yeah, I remember because I was trying to talk to you about it, but you were over uh, watching the Oakland press conference, so. You were all caught up in it. A little bit. I turned on the Oakland one. I just I wanted to see him talking and whatnot. Like I, you saw him talk every Monday night. This guy, that guy. We know what he says. It's, you, you didn't have to do that. Yeah, I like the entertainment portion of it a little bit when they get that right once in a while. It's fine. 
Oh, man. Well, I stuck with the Bears. I watched. I listened to the Bears conference intentively, and uh, I, I took copious I notes. I watched the whole thing. I took. I took plenty of notes. Did you take copious notes too? I did k- take copious notes. Like, did you uh, now? early on, Nagy mentioned that uh, it was a dream. He was punching himself. Do you thank the McCaskies, Phillips, Pace? Uh, it's a founding franchise. He mentioned. Uh, he thanked people for taking. He thanked them for taking a chance on a 39-year-old washed-up arena league player. Oh boy! Isn't that then how Tressman started? Uh, a little different than that. Great. Here we go with this naggy guy. I don't know if I like this guy yet. You know, everybody's everybody's all excited. Mannheim, Pennsylvania. He's from Pennsylvania. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Dicka. Dicka wants that. It's a good legacy. He thanked Coach Reed, his mentor. Words don't do it justice. Uh, He thanked his in-laws, his father Bill. He got done with thankings at five minutes and 15 seconds. And then he went into he figured, it. He said, that he, he said that he's going to be calling plays around 8 minutes and 33 seconds to him standing there. Uh, at 9 minutes and 37 seconds, he said uh, how easy it's going to be to have a partnership. Are you just trying to prove to me that you've taken copious notes? Because you have. 10 minutes I'm, I'm very proud of you. Into it, at 10 minutes and 20 minutes into it, he said if Fangio does not return, you know, the 3-4 is an option, the 4-3 is an option as well. Yeah. Like the Players that they have, more – Often than not, they're not worth the, the the defenses that are called aren't privy to the three four or the four three. You mentioned that as well. Uh, now, did you said, take these copious notes, or did somebody put an article out that it broke down no, the I times? Well, I'll shoot you a picture of them right wow. now. No, no, no. I but you probably should post it on the uh, Facebook. The but biggest yes. key for QB and QB coach is honesty, and uh, you got to watch out for over communication. So you got to watch out for that gray area. Mm. Wow. Well, I, I mean, you've you've convinced me. Your notes are very copious. He's happy and, for the uh, reunion with Mitch. He's very yeah. happy because they had him in KC. He, they right. did six seven hours, and his personality they interviewed him. He's unbelievable, and he's a hell of a person. There you go. Well, I there's only take- next year. You did take copious notes. I'm very proud of you. I mean, I'm, that's very encouraging. Um. I'm uh, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I still don't know. I, everyone's very excited about this, and I'm kind of like, I, I've just been burnt so much over the last couple of years. You know, I, I mean, I got excited with Tressman, and uh, he was gonna be this great offensive mind, and he was a joke. And I don't think Nagy's gonna be a joke. And um, I definitely wish him the best, and I'm hoping for the best. But I'm still a little um, apprehensive about the the whole deal. He wasn't a yeah. guy whose name I heard or, or, or was thinking prior to basically his name being mentioned that he was hired. And, uh, I mean, that, that doesn't mean anything. We, we don't necessarily keep notes on offensive right. coordinators to know enough. But, um, yeah, it's, a, it's somewhat concerning. But everybody seems very at ease with this, from professionals to amateurs. So I, I'm just going to roll with the punches, and uh, hopefully this turns out to be the – crowning achievement uh, of a franchise uh, that's destined for glory. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm with, I'm with the the crowd that is excited about it. Uh, And and I know that there's a chance that 
my excitement is a bit a bit much. My optimism, sure. I've I've felt the burn of having a high powered offensive mind come in from the CFL. Mark yeah. Trestman. You know? Hey. I felt that. And and I also remembered at that time the Marinelli situation with hey. the team where they completely screwed that up. They wanted to hold on to him after firing Lovey. And, you know, you heard from Arians, he's like they they were promising this. So that's why the idea of Fangio coming back when they and when they announced that they were signing him, I I was waiting until they actually announced it because you were hearing sure. things like oh, I'm working on it, but I wasn't gonna feel that burn again. But this was a different situation and it was handled How? very differently. And Ryan Pace now, it's all on him. Here it is. It's either gonna happen or it's not. How wonderful is it that the Indianapolis Colts were the shitheads and not us this time? That wow. Nagy was, was approached by both teams, and he's like, ooh, I got a weird vibe from uh, Indy. And uh, yep. as much as I, I have a connection with the, uh, the general manager, and it seems like the right fit for me, I'm going to go to Chicago because something, something ain't right in uh, Indianapolis. And yep. so far, they still don't have a coach. I know they're waiting on uh, McDaniel, it sounds like, uh, of New England. It sounds like I really did not want. I did not want him at all. I thought he, you know, he failed in in Denver, and I'm all for second chances. I just didn't want that second chance to be with us. So, okay. I mean, Belichick got a second chance, you know. He did. No, I'm with you on that. I I mean, I guess I'm happy with where the Bears coaching staff is currently. I'm now happy. Bill Belichick has been the head coach of that team since I think I was in high school. Like it's been a long time. And can you name me one coach who's come from him that has had good success? Any of these highly sought after uh, assistants, Romeo Carmel, I was one. uh, I don't know. Yeah. it, It seems like they all kind of, were decent like uh that one fellow who went to Notre Dame like but that didn't work there either like it's a it's a very interesting thing his assistants don't necessarily do well and he doesn't want them to 17 years he's been head coach wow and I'm looking Bill O'Brien I guess has had some success uh Nick Saban Charlie Weiss uh Ozzie Newsome now the general manager. Uh, let's see here. Josh McDaniels, Charlie Weiss, Rob yeah. Ryan. I mean, these are the names. These are the names of people I know. Like the rest of them are unknowns. And and of those couple guys, Ozzie Newsom, who's the general manager of the Baltimore Ravens, is probably the most successful. Yep. Yeah, I think so. Well. For the Chicago Bears, let's see what happens in the next few weeks there. Al, yeah. yesterday morning, my my wife and I and our and our daughter got all gussied up, and we jumped in the car. It was about 10.38 a.m., and we were getting ready to head to church, St. Michael's, over in Old Town, over by Second City. Oh, I'm sorry. It was going to be about the third time we've been there since she was born. Maybe. Uh, We're in the car. She gets a phone call. Hey, I got a couple extra tickets. Blackhawks game, 1130. Mind you, I live a mile from there. It's 1038. Well, kids get in free, right? It's a morning game. Awesome. They're playing the Detroit Red Wings. 
Boom. Let's go. We didn't go to church. We came back in. We grabbed a couple sweaters. We got we, we put Hazel into the uh, her sleeper. We head over to the game. Boom. Box seats. The Bud Light Suites upstairs. All you can eat. All you can drink. We brought Hazel some food. She loved it. She was the hit of the suite. It was a fantastic afternoon family trip to the Blackhawks game. The only thing that might be a bit of a damper on it, which I don't think I'll just mention to her, she can find out later, was that the former big in-conference rival, the Detroit Red Wings, won four to nothing. Uh, I don't have to tell her that, right? Her first professional no. Chicago professional game? Yeah, I don't I, uh, I don't I don't think babies should be going to uh, professional sports games that young. I mean, uh, it's a little silly, but it sounds like you guys had fun. So that's what matters. It worked out. It, it, it was fine. It, it was great. It couldn't have been a better situation for her. Now, was the baby work. crying the whole time that people he, are wa- trying to watch the game? Because nope, that's what I got did. on the plane. I got a she baby cry. cry. Three babies. Al, I hate a baby crying on a plane, and I understand your pain. My baby on our on our plane trip the one time no crying people getting off the plane were so happy they're saying your your kid was so good like she's been great and she was great again at that Blackhawks game I'm not going to pretend like everything is great and fine and dandy all the time she she does she's she's a human being there are times where she's not happy in situations yeah, but what about when they when they score the goal and they play that damn siren doesn't that scare the baby well, and the baby starts crying and well, first of all, way up there, you don't really hear much, and it was very quiet in there. And also, I just mentioned that the Red Wings shut the Blackhawks out four to nothing. Oh, they don't play that stupid horn when uh, the other team scores. No, no, they do not. So, what'd you feed the baby? Give it a bear and some nachos, or uh, she had her little puffs. These uh, star-shaped puffs that taste like uh, sweet potatoes. Sweet pal. I have some more questions for you. I'm going to answer your advice. So I walked into a McDonald's last week, and right in front of me, a young gentleman was walking up with an animal cage. A small, you know, a small dog could fit in it or a cat. And the, the door was open, and inside was this little, like, cardboard bag thing. So my first thought was, this guy going in to catch a rat. And I saw him head right to the back where the entrance to the office and the bathrooms were. And then I saw a manager come out and follow him closely. I'm guessing that he was called to come and find a rat. What else? What else would he be doing in there? Would you immediately leave the McDonald's? Did you order yet? I had not yet ordered I did need to use the restroom, but I wasn't going to go there. How hungry were you? Like a four out of ten. Oh, yeah, I would have left. I would have gotten Taco Bell where, you know, the, the, you know the rats are already there. <laughs> Fair. Would it have been all right to order a drink? And then go? Like a, like a soda? Yeah. Like a, that's fine. Yeah, I got a Diet Coke and I left. Yeah, that's fine. That's okay. I mean, the fact is, Clark, there's rats everywhere. When I used to bicycle home after work, three, four in the morning, they would literally, there was a rat who held a stop sign and would hold the stop sign up and thousands of rats would cross the streets and I'd have to wait. 
Wow. Do they, they do all of their activities around 3 in the morning, such as this? Now, they're probably nocturnal. I mean, I don't know a lot about rats. Uh, uh, I'm, not a, I'm not a rodent expert, but uh, if I had to guess, I would guess they're nocturnal. So, yeah, I would imagine a lot happens at night. Okay. All right. But I do, yeah. I do see them a lot at night. I only saw, like, two rats in all of Tokyo. It's such a clean city. Train systems fast? Trains, are, yeah, the trains are good. There's just a lot of transfers. It's the land of the rising transfer. It's hard to figure that out, isn't it? And there's no dollar bills, so the the, the first bill, like actual like paper bill, is a ten. So wow. like your coins, are, you you start getting a lot of coins. You know, you get the dollar coin, the fifty cent piece. Is there a five dollar coin? There is a five dollar coin. Yeah. Why don't we do that? That's awesome. And and they bow at you at Seven Eleven. Do you know when to stop bowing, or do you just continue to bow? You you kind of feel it, you know. You go with you go with the roll. Is it kind of like one person doesn't want to be, one person wants to be the last bower? I think the person who holds the, like like the person serving you should bow last, because they're they're they're, oh. they're the one saying thank you for, you know, allowing me, to, you know, for coming into my business type thing. I think that's the way it goes. Took you 10 days to figure that out? No, it took three days to figure out the damn train system, but once once that was figured out, it was all right. Oh, that's good. Three it, days in. Go, maps is tough, too, man. Like, where it's like, oh, you got to, especially, it's okay with, like, going train to train once you start figuring out the lines. Because it's not like Chicago. It's not like the CTA runs the trains. There's three different companies. Oh. So, it's like the CTA has a tr- has the blue line, and then another, and then Chicago Limited has the red line, and then somebody else owns the brown line, and then there's like there's like oh, 15 so, other lines. So you mean if only there was something like CTA, and then you know maybe something else that they called Pace, or perhaps another thing that they called Metra. No, yeah, it's nothing. It's like Metra. that, except yeah, except it's the train lines that tie into each other. So what's the thing? Oh, they well, they yeah, they don't tie in here. I guess you're right. But okay, all right, I get it. Man, it sounds like the triple is a success. Yes. Oh yeah, definitely. Come by. Uh, I'm glad that you did ten days uh, because uh, you know flying get the most out of a flight. You know, do as yeah. many days and whatnot as you can. Uh, would you go back? Yeah, in a heartbeat. I mean, I wish I had a little more money and I could do first class. Uh, I might consider in the future doing like an economy class and getting a little more leg room. Um, There's a uh, midway point, or maybe losing a little weight that might uh, help uh, help the plane ride. Um, Definitely. I I couldn't sleep on the plane was the problem. So you walk by first class too. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So you saw where they got to sit. Yeah, they have like their own little private. The TVs like were in the armrests, and uh, yeah. yeah, it was it was crazy. Like it was, they they were comfortable. They could lean back. They could recline. Where I was just trapped. I mean, I was like literally squeezed in. My ass didn't fit in the, the seats. I get why Jim Ross like my fat ass. I can't I can't do the Wrestle Kingdom show. I can't go there. It's just too much. Well, now all you have to do is kill your cat, and you'll have more things in common with him. Yeah. yeah. You really feel well, that, Clark, that Jr. killed his wife's cat? 
Oh, I have no comment on that issue. I have no comment. But let's just look at the facts and, and just know that his wife passed away. And then about two weeks later, the cat died of a broken heart. Because God knows it. We all have seen, we've all heard stories of cats dying of broken hearts. Come on now. You do the math on that one. Fair enough. Question for you. Uh, Facebook invites. Uh, my Facebook has been sending out an invite to one person to join Facebook Messenger. Once every few weeks, my friend Andrew, our common friend Andrew, gets these things from me, and he's the only friend that gets them from me that I know of to join Facebook Messenger, and I don't know how it's sending, and I've tried to Google it. I've tried to find ways to stop it, and I cannot. It's probably because he uses Messenger in the app, and the app is recognizing he talks most with you, so it's sending through the algorithm a... uh, uh, a message saying, hey, why don't you use the separate Messenger app? It'll make your life easier. That what is correct. Does. That is exactly what is happening. They don't allow you to use Facebook for messages. You have to use the Facebook, Facebook Messenger app, and he has it. Well, it then I don't sending- understand if he has it, why they would keep sending. You can, you can use Messenger without the Messenger app. I use it at work. I mean, If any of you guys have the answer, call in on our next show. Seven six zero four five four eight eight three four, or leave us a message on our Facebook page. Leave us a message at Larcher Lawrence and on Twitter. Perfect, man. Uh, let's watch some uh, Raw twenty five tonight, huh? I thought that was next week. Is that tonight? Shit, you might be right. It might be next week. I thought it was tonight. Yeah, I I, I thought it was tonight going into tonight, but I thought I saw it somewhere next week. Uh, Jim Ross and. Uh, Jerry Lawler have confirmed that they'll be there. The very first episode. Oh, no, that was January 11th. Um, Gosh, you might be right. I thought it was tonight. Wow. I'm glad we're on top of this. Yep. It is next week. You're right. All right. Good. Good. We're definitely talking about that because we got to talk a little page, uh, the Royal Rumble hype. The WWE Hall of Fame, Bill Goldberg. Uh, Royal Rumble at my place, right? Yeah. Good. Sure, sure, sure. Sure. All right. Uh, we'll talk about that next week. A little bit of Royal Rumble build up. Uh, yeah. We'll do the uh, we'll do two pools this year because there's two rumbles. What do you think? Uh, we got to start talking about prices for those for those rumbles because normally we have like five people and everybody gets six numbers or so, uh, in, in the, in the men's rumble. Should we do the same price for both? I mean, it's 30 and 30, or should we still make, since the Royal rumble has always been the men's match. Do we still make that like the big match? I don't don't know. We'll figure it out. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, we will. It's, uh, it's meaningless odds. It's playing roulette. So I don't think, I don't think the quality of uh, the men or the women's division matter. It's just yeah, yeah I agree one hundred percent. It's just a spin of the roulette wheel. So, um, I'd yeah. like to thank Clark. All right, enough with that. Let's you know I'll what maybe you should... <sighs> you're lucky. My thing isn't. I ran out of battery because I'd be playing you thinking me, and then we we'd come full circle on this whole thing. Oh, that's what you got so pissed off at. Steps into it. Pass. It's caught. Oh, 
Hello, Clark. Yeah. Clark, are you there? Uh, this is the Atlanta Falcons, Clark. Wow. You're dead? Yeah, we're dead. We're dead again. We're not very good at being alive. We like to die early. Well, uh, rest in peace. Uh, I, I'm sorry that you couldn't beat the Eagles. Thank you, Clark. You have a good night, buddy. Man, I would have loved to see you guys seen the Falcons win, Al, to win a Super Bowl. I was a, a, a Falcons fan when I was a kid. I liked Deion Sanders. I had a Falcons hat. It was before I wow. moved into the Patriots uh, fandom. I saw him live uh, playing for the Cincinnati Reds at Wrigley Field. Deion Sanders. Oh, yeah, that's right. He, he, he dicked around in that horrible game. Well, yeah. you know, he... Even Garth Brooks has flaws, right? Sure. Great. Great. Bo Jackson might be the greatest football, like the greatest athlete in football history. Bo knows. See? Sports machine's in. Yeah. Sports machine. The sports machine used to cover Bo Jackson. That's how old this thing is. I need a firmware update. Uh, We'll work on that. I'd like to thank Clark. All right, enough with that. Can we see, is there, put a, a mandatory has, blockage on that? That has the it factor. It does have the Al like has the it factor. Clark. I'd like to thank Clark. Fake news. I'd like to thank Clark. Inaccurate. I'd like to thank Clark. Wrong. Well, I think all that needs to be said has been said. I feel like that's where we're at right now. Right? You have anything else left to say? I'd like Hello. to thank I'd like to thank Clark. I'd like to thank Clark. Please discontinue. I'd like to thank Obsolete. Clark. Obsolete. 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 I'd like to thank Clark. <laughs> <laughs> Well, like apparently talk. you have nothing else to say. So, that's it. We've said all that needs to be said. You had your rat like in your kitchen. And uh, I'd like to thank everybody for listening. I'd like and to we'll thank be back Clark. again next week at our usual time like on a Sunday. You, I'd like to thank you as well, buddy. Thanks, all right. Brother. Have a good night, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, man. More will come. Have a good night.
like to thank Mark. This has been a production of Sports Addict with Larcher and Lawrence. And until next week, good night, Earthlings. <laughs>